getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to this learning with me, Eni at global.media. They say your network is your net worth, yet almost every LinkedIn user is always looking for new LinkedIn connections in the hope that you'll find new buyers. However, many people miss out on opportunities that your existing network offers to build your business. Today's learning podcast looks at why and how you can get maximum value from your LinkedIn connections that you have already. Let's get into it. I've met many people who've got thousands of LinkedIn connections every day. Many of those who come to global.media have four, five, six thousand connections or more already. And yet they want new connections to generate leads. See, many are like my new client, Neil, who's got 5,300 connections, most of whom are a target market. And he's spent years diligently building up the connections that he's got now. Yet Neil does not feel that his connections have or are doing any business with him. In fact, he says that none have ever inquired about his services or showed interest in buying the books that he writes. Similar story with Oliver, my client who invests in medical solutions. He too has a network of 6,000 targeted LinkedIn users that he spent years to build up. Yet he doesn't believe that they know what he does and they really like to do any business with him. See, what shocks me is that these clients come to us with one goal in mind. They want us to help them connect with new people and they hope that we can engage these new connections into becoming prospects. The first question I always ask a new, new client is, how big is your network? And the next question is, have you told the connections what you actually do and how you help people? So invariably, many answer no. Some will tell me that the people that they have in their network on LinkedIn are not a target audience. So they believe that they're not interested in actually what they do. Invariably, many people answer no. Some will tell me that the people that they have connected with are not the target market. So they believe that they are not interested in what they do. As a LinkedIn marketer, it's always awesome when we have new clients that come with a decent-sized connections network because we can tap in, into those connections very easily. I get really excited because these connections are low-hanging fruit and the fastest way for us to get results for our clients. There are many benefits to making LinkedIn connections who are new and in your target audience, but you should do so only after exhausting your existing LinkedIn network. So before I explain why your, why your connections are gold dust, let's look at some of the hangups that people have which stops them tapping into their LinkedIn connections. So before the end of the podcast, we're also going to look at ways that we use to tap into LinkedIn connections. So the sort of things that we send the messages about. So why are people so reticent about making use of, of the LinkedIn network? I come up with four main barriers that we see every day. Do they apply to you? So the first reason that we see is that most people took themselves out of doing business on LinkedIn simply because they don't follow the first rule of marketing, what I call Marketing 101 LinkedIn. Now, they don't like being clear and persistent with the people who might use their services. They don't want to come across as being salesy. So they won't tell people what they do when they connect with them, and they certainly will not tell people what they do 
after connecting with them for a period of time. Most likely they feel that like, the connections are like mushrooms, left in the dark to fester and grow moldy. Maybe some of these people actually swallowed the LinkedIn mantra that the gurus preach, you know, that you must not sell to your LinkedIn the connections. As a result, many of them believe that sending a new message to a LinkedIn user will make them come across as being pushy. I'll say this, I will know what you do unless you tell me. You must remember that the only thing most of your connections have seen about you is the connection request notification that's on LinkedIn or in the email inbox from LinkedIn. And all they can see is your name and your tagline and maybe job title. So unless you send each and every connection and message saying what you do and how you help people, most of your connections will never know what you do. And they can't be interested in what you do, they actually don't know what it is that you do and how you help. Think about your connections that you've got at the moment. How many of them can you tell me what they do? So even for the best person, I imagine they probably tell me about a handful of your connections, if that. So this is a huge problem if you want your LinkedIn connections to know and care about what you do, which is the first step to actually doing business with you. Many people don't know how to connect with a LinkedIn network. They think it's a challenge or it's difficult to reconnect with people that they're connected with already. But what they don't know is that LinkedIn makes it so easy to communicate and engage with your network. You can send a message to any one of your connections when you want with just a few clicks. Now, we can't deny that many LinkedIn users wrongly think it's a crime to tell people you connect with on LinkedIn what you do. So it's easy to feel that the people who tell you what they do are being salesy. So I believe that it's just good networking skills to be able to tell people what you do without selling to, to them. I mentioned the fact that many people wrongly think it's a crime to tell people who you connect with on LinkedIn what you do. So it's easy to feel that people who tell you what they do on LinkedIn are being pushy. In fact, I believe it's just good networking skills to be able to tell people about your services without selling to them. So anyone who goes to networking events will tell you that standing up and saying bye, bye, bye will have people switching off from whatever you're saying. Similarly, you should know that it's always a mistake to go to a networking event just once, or worse still, go to a networking event and refuse to tell people what you do. You have to tell people what you do over and over, often in different ways, sometimes with stories, other times with factual information, and other, and other creative ways. You know, I've seen people sing and dance. I've seen people do poetry. I've seen people do drama. But ultimately, you know, I think a lot of networking success comes down to doing whatever you can to let people understand your services. And that includes doing several one-to-ones with the same people before people suddenly get it. It's when they get it and they start engaging with you properly and trying to find out more about your business. So it takes the same networking approach to get your LinkedIn connections to truly understand what you do and how you help. I'm definitely not, not suggesting that you spam your connections by bombarding them with messages. However, you can be a good networker and just tell people what you do and touch base with as many of your connections as you can every so often. I can accept that there are people who complain that networking events are too salesy. So that doesn't make them right, though. So the best networkers find ways to tell their story and then get people to be interested in finding out more. 
You can do the same by working on how best to communicate your services in a sentence or two. Maybe even give people a resource, like a publication, a guide on LinkedIn. So one thing that we can't deny is that it's a quirk of business in that we all love the brand new customer or the brand new connection. So rightly or wrongly, we seem to give, give new people a halo. Maybe it's because we want to believe that our new friend may be the golden goose that we're desperately seeking. So have you noticed that your best friends are the ones you've had for the longest time? It's the same for your customers. Retention is by far the easiest way to sell more to someone. And it's the same story with your LinkedIn connections because they're definitely more likely to be interested in what you do than any new connection ever will be on day one. See, I read about something called the shiny object syndrome. It's a tendency for someone to chase something new, be it in a new idea, trend, goal, anything new, rather than stay focused on what they're doing. At the heart of the issue of the shiny object syndrome is distraction. So instead of focusing on engaging with your LinkedIn network, people are being constantly drawn to new people and abandoning the tasks in the process. It follows that when you're constantly attracted to shiny new objects, you never have the chance to become great at anything. In the case of LinkedIn, when you're forever seeking new golden connections, you miss the chance to be a good networker and build genuine relationships with amazing people that you already have in your network. So whilst the barriers to engaging your LinkedIn connections are real, I can assure you that we see many more results and prospects for our clients who agree to engage with the LinkedIn network before we actually begin making new connections. I'm going to highlight why it makes sense to look into your network first before we start making new connections. Now look at suggestions for how you can maximize the value of your LinkedIn network. See, I could wax lyrical about why your network really can be your net worth in this part of this podcast, but I will keep my list down to the top five benefits in no particular order of importance because they're all massive benefits. The first thing I'll say is that your, your existing connections already know you and they trust you. It's the fact that people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And all of your connections feel that they know you already by virtue of the fact that you're connected. When I get a notification that someone in my LinkedIn network has sent me a message on LinkedIn, I'm more than tempted to have a look because I'm genuinely interested to find out what that connection has to say. Maybe it's because I actively try to have a conversation with all of my LinkedIn connections. I'm so responsive to them. They bear in mind that despite my best efforts to engage with as many connections as possible, and I will offer a chat with anyone who wants to chat with me. The reality is that I've only spoken to or had a coffee meeting and chat with tens of people out of my near 7,000 connections. There's scope for a lot more conversations to find out what people actually do and to let people know what I do. So I'm always thrilled by the chance of any further interaction with those I know already, as well as those with whom I've actually not spoken. Now, a second benefit of using your existing network on LinkedIn is the simple fact that when you engage with your connections, it's so much faster than making new connections and trying to engage with new people. See, as a LinkedIn marketer, I'll tell you that we can set up conversations much easier with your existing network on LinkedIn than with new connections. You might underestimate the length of time it takes to build up a network of thousands of people on LinkedIn. 
So even if you go full at full gas on LinkedIn today and use up all your all of your daily, weekly, and monthly allowance for making new connections, the chances are that you have to spend years building the same network as you currently have. I mean, when you work at the LinkedIn, you now gives you a maximum of 100 connection requests that you can send per week. And it really would take almost a lifetime to get to thousands of connections. So it's much easier and it makes a lot of sense to tap into the network that you have already rather than trying to build up a similar network and you. See, furthermore, unlike when you send that connection requests to new people, we find that most of your connections on LinkedIn will respond in some way to your message. Whereas we can't guarantee that, any, that new connections will even accept your connection request, no matter how engaging your message is. And maybe they don't, they don't understand what you do, how you can help them. Maybe your service doesn't fit with the circumstances right now. It could be something else. You're never going to get 100% acceptance of your connection requests or invitations. Your existing network really is there and they will talk to you if you actually engage them. So another big benefit for talking to your existing network is the fact that there are no limits in how you can talk to your connections on LinkedIn. Whereas you have to work with a connection request limit of 100 per week, as I mentioned previously. That sort of slows down what you can do on LinkedIn and how far you can reach with people for you almost risk triggering LinkedIn's wrath and potentially ending up in the dreaded LinkedIn jail. So here at global.media, we tend to work within LinkedIn's rough maximum of 150 profile views limit per day, regardless of what you're doing. So when we keep within this limit, we know that all the messages that we send to your connections will get to them immediately with no risk whatsoever to your LinkedIn profile. Now, there's also no limits in length of messages that you can send to your existing connections. So with us, as opposed to the stringent 300 character limits that there is when you send connection request messages. So being able to craft messages without constraints gives you plenty of flexibility to get your message across to people. That said, I don't recommend sending pages and pages in each message to your connections because many of the recipients will still be reading what you send them on their mobile devices. They will simply be put off reading your messages if it requires them to use too much brain processing and time to get what you're trying to say to them. When I always say, keep it sweet, keep it short. Another reason, another benefit of engaging your connections on LinkedIn is that you just simply get more prospects. See, marketing theory tells us that people buy in a straight line in what we call the marketing funnel or the sales funnel. This partly explains why many of us have this shiny object syndrome when it comes to LinkedIn marketing. See, this, the way the sales funnel works is so simple and it makes good sense. So we'll learn that people come into the top of your funnel, new people and otherwise, and then when they discover your business and you get their attention, then they're in your funnel. See, they, they, these people move down your funnel towards the buying stage when you engage with them. And if you engage with them properly, then they become interested in what you have to offer. See, so they've come into your funnel. Now you've got their attention and they're interested in what you have to offer, right? And they will further nurturing, you know, they might develop a desire for your products and services. When they have the desire is when they would normally make an inquiry, which is when they become a prospect or a lead in your funnel. Your prospects, they make a purchase. And if, you, you know, if they like the response that you give to the inquiries, 
and they become customers. After buying from you, these people can be potentially brand advocates that give you reviews and recommendations to their network. We love the idea of the sales funnel because it's so easy to understand and it follows that if we're getting new people into, into our LinkedIn network, then we're increasing the chances of getting prospects and sales. But here's the thing. The more recent thinking tells us that people don't actually buy in a straight line, like the traditional sales funnel suggests. So I'm with gurus like Neil Patel, who point to the reality that people buy in a convoluted pattern. So what we'll see is people might find out about your business today, and then they might go backwards, ignore you for a long time, and then come forward when they have the right situation to be interested in what you do and actually show it, actually pay attention, and then get to the next stage of the, of the, of the sales funnel. And Neil Patel calls this the evolution of the marketing funnel. And he actually says that keeping to the traditional sales funnel is ruining your conversions. So the fact that the sales funnel is convoluted, in other words, now people go between awareness, discovery, making a purchase, now engagement, being interested, you know, and then going back to awareness you know, and so on and so forth. You know, you don't need to rely on new connections. See, what the, the new revised sales funnel emphasizes that building relationships with people in your network is the way to go because you never know when the people in your network are going to be ready to actually get to the next stage in the funnel. Some of them may not be ready to buy today, but they could be ready to buy tomorrow. And if you shift your focus from making the sale to building relationships, you've got a lot more chance of nurturing more of your connections into doing business with you sooner or later. That's, the sales funnel is the beautiful way to explain the science behind engaging your LinkedIn network. It makes sense and it works. Now, so every day, you know, we see people who have a warped view of networking. Now, personally, I despair the number of times I see people who appear to view networking as a one-way sales process for them. And I see them in my clients. I see them in networking events I go to. You probably see these people in your, network, in your networking too. Every day, we see people who have a warped view of networking. I despair the number of times I see people who appear to view networking as a one-way sales process for them. I see them in my clients and the networking events I go to. You probably see these people every day too. The lens tapping to your existing LinkedIn network requires using good networking skills. The same skills that work in face-to-face networking or in-person networking events. The first step is learning that one-off sales pitches are not the way to go. They're not the be-all and end-all for networking anywhere, ever. Instead, you get the benefits of networking when you see it more as a lot more than just selling. But proper networking, including on LinkedIn, is about interacting with people repeatedly. It's about making friends, about being interested in what people do, and then building relationships, and then about trying to help each other. Selling comes at the end of all of that, or at the beginning, or during all of that stuff. You know? But essentially, a networker does not aim to sell. They aim to help people primarily. So now that we know why engaging your LinkedIn connections can bring results for your business, Let's look at some of the ways in which Global.media has helped our clients maximize the value of the LinkedIn connections. Like a really cool wax lyrical about these ways that we have used, but I've narrowed down the list to a few that I hope make sense and will sort of give you something that you can work on. So the first thing that we use LinkedIn connections for, as far as our clients, is to test new ideas. 
See, LinkedIn is a great place. Your LinkedIn connections is a great place to test ideas and ask questions because you're talking to people in your target market, people you're trying to sell to ultimately. I mean, you can almost use your connections as a free focus group to get feedback, to get ideas, get suggestions about anything that you want to see your products, your services, or any ideas that you might have. We work with a client to do research and get awareness of the products and services launches in the process, as well as suggestions for new initiatives. The second way that we use our existing connections is simply to ask people to meet with you. See, I don't mind if you call me mad or sad, but let's face it, I work online. I'm a marketer, so what can I say? And like many entrepreneurs today, we usually interact with people online, which means they're all, everyone's behind the screen. And it can feel a little isolating when you are not seeing people in the real world. So we've used our LinkedIn network to invite people to a conversation, a chat, or a one-to-one in networking speak. So the wider acceptance of remote, remote meetings today means that many people will accept your offer to meet with you on Zoom, WhatsApp, or any other virtual meeting platform that you might have. You see, if, if you're a local to your LinkedIn connection, you may even be able to grab a, an in-person meeting over coffee and a chat. An in-person interaction tends to lead to a deeper relationship with your customers. That's just my personal point of view. No reason why you can't have the same interaction online, really. Many people don't have the wherewithal to make the online interaction the same as in-person. It can be done. So many clients who request that we arrange meetings for them over their LinkedIn connections tend to have an agenda to try to sell to the person they're meeting with. Look, I get it. I understand that time, your time is money. However, I tend to emphasize to our clients that they like to get the best results, including selling further down the line, if they use the meetings as a chance to find out about the other person's circumstances. I mean, if you can help someone and if they can benefit from what you do, then it makes sense to tell them how you can help them. You see, we often frame the invite to meet as a chance to explore how we can support each other for this reason. Now, we use our network to announce and publicize new things, whether it's new content that we've produced on our blog, whether it's new products or new services. So it costs you nothing to tell your LinkedIn connections about anything you're working on. We'll send messages about new content, like I say, special offers that we may have, and things that our network are offering. As a marketing agency, we'll come across clients and partners whose offerings can help our network. And I have no problem at all sharing anything that I think could be useful to people on my LinkedIn network. I mean, a recent example is a partner who offers electric vehicle leasing. Uh, obviously, you know, given where we are, you know, I'm putting a timestamp on my podcast, you know, with the recent COP and COP26 and the focus on, on the, the electric cars as a way to the future, many people can't afford electric, you know, new electric cars. I genuinely believe that People in my network will benefit from knowing that they can you know, lease an electric car for personal and business use from our partner. In fact, we generated quite a few prospects for our partner from this campaign. So by far, the biggest use of engaging our clients' existing LinkedIn connections is to invite them to their events. The fact that your connections know you and trust you mean that they, put, they will give your message more thought and likely take up your invitation if it fits with their interests and their diary. 
we worked with clients to fill online and in-person events alike. Now, things like conferences, workshops, easily accessible if you use your LinkedIn network to at least know that you've got the event going on and how to book. Another way that you can use your LinkedIn connections is to simply ask for introductions to people you might want to connect with. So you may have a slightly greater chance of connecting with people if you have a mutual connection between you and and them. Arguably, also, more people will connect with you if that mutual connection recommends that they connect with you. Your existing LinkedIn network can therefore be an invaluable way to get people to introduce you to people that you actually want to connect with. If you simply go to your target person on LinkedIn's profile, and then you, you know, LinkedIn will show you who, you who your mutual connections are. And you can simply send that person a message on LinkedIn to ask them for an introduction to, to their friend. Obviously, you want to make sure you explain why you want to connect with a friend and how you can benefit them. So now I didn't want to finish this list of ideas how, how we use our LinkedIn connections without talking about reminding people of your services and what you do. See, there's nothing wrong with telling people what you do. The one thing that I think I hope you take away from today's episode is that your connections will want to know what you do and informing them periodically can only help you because you never know who will be ready to take advantage of what you do, who you can help, who might actually find you know, what you're offering is the solution that they actually need. You know, you certainly shouldn't, certainly shouldn't be shy about telling people what you do. Again, you know, it's not about spamming people, it's about just telling them, it's reminding them about how you help people and that potentially you could help them if they're interested. So I would advise you just to invite people who want to find out more about your work to arrange a conversation, a chat, instead of, instead of you giving them links to make a purchase or links to other places to go and find out more information. Obviously, you know, it's not always possible to have the conversation, but now wherever possible, make the conversation a priority rather than trying to sell with, you know, follow this link to buy and then thinking that might just be the end of that. And don't forget, this is all about building relationships with your existing connections. I hope you can see the benefits of using your LinkedIn connections to achieve your LinkedIn marketing goals. After all, LinkedIn encourages and makes it easier to engage your LinkedIn connections. And the science and results that global.media achieves for its clients should tell you that it's definitely worth looking at your connections because you can get real benefits from your LinkedIn network. And there are many ways that you can tap into your LinkedIn network that can add value to your business. And it's all without you selling. That's all for today's episode of Learning With Me, any at global.media. And as always, I say happy LinkedIn marketing. And if you've enjoyed this episode of The Learning, then please like, comment, share, and more importantly, subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when next episode of The Learning drops in two weeks' time. See you then. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of The Learning Podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.